One of the biggest advantages that conservatives have is their media presence. Conservatives have a wealth of radio talk shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels that allow them to effectively spread their message. We should have the same on the left as well. This is why I want you to go to growleft.liberaldan.com. We are at a turning point in the history of this country. There is no reason why the ultra-conservatives and MAGA-types should be as successful as they have been. Extremist conservative ideas are unpopular, while left-wing ideas like Medicare for All, abortion rights, and marriage equality are at all-time highs. But they have the messaging, and we need to build up our radio shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to fight back against their extremist conservative messages. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you give a contribution at growleft.liberaldan.com, you will be doing two things. That money will be spent advertising causes on the left, like body autonomy, marriage equality, voting rights, and in support of or opposition of candidates. And that commercial airtime will be spent on smaller shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to help them grow larger and be more successful. We get to kill two birds with one stone, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. So please go to growleft.liberalband.com and make your contribution today. That's growleft.liberalband.com. Growleft.liberalband.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. Join the conversation. Leave your area code in the YouTube chat and call 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. I just want to know it's you, a, a trusted listener, and not necessarily somebody who's going to be calling in and uh, being a pain in the neck. <laughs> or you could also leave your questions and comments, et cetera, in the show chat live here on YouTube.com slash Radio. Uh, if, you're, if you're on YouTube, please remember to like the video and subscribe to the channel. I'm still trying to hit uh, the thousand point mark, thousand subscriber mark by the end of the month. I don't think that's going to happen at this point. Maybe by the end of October, we'll see. Or maybe I'll get a nice surprise. We'll see. Um, who knows? Uh, you can also uh, leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. after the show. Um, I didn't make a post on, on liberaldan.com, but you can also leave your comments here on YouTube on the uh comments for the episode or you know you could send me a message and leave a message on liberal dan on facebook facebook.com slash liberal dan or at liberal dan radio on twitter um i've been talking about wanting to do this show for a while uh and despite the fact that we've had some big news today uh i did i did say that big news might put this topic at risk uh i said that yesterday yesterday i'm like if there's big news, I might not do this topic, but, and there was big news, I still am going to do this topic, but I'll talk about the big news first. Uh, shouts out to anybody coming over from uh, Hal's show. Appreciate it. Amy O'Connor, thank you. 
uh, as I like to call us, uh, House Sparks types, because, you know, that's what the Young Turks, how the Young Turks referred to us as, uh, or him and folks like him, I suppose. Uh, so I think we should just grab onto that and run with it. Um, but first and foremost, let me talk about the Grow Left at LiberalDan.com, the, the trailer you hear before each and every show. Um, if you do happen to make a donation to that, um, remember, it's not tax deductible. Uh, but also, remember, uh, let me know if you do it, uh, because I want to make sure and keep kind of a tally as to how much has been contributed versus how much I'm seeing with them so I can make sure everything is, is being uh, calculated correctly and we're dotting all our I's and crossing all our T's, et cetera. Uh, so if you do that, but, the, you know, I'd much rather, you know, the, that's kind of like my fourth thing that I'd like you to support the show with. Uh, the first thing, you know, become a Liberal Dan Radio patron, uh, patreon.com slash Liberal Dan. Uh, you can buy me a cider, uh, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, or you can just go to buymeacoffee.com slash Liberal Dan Radio. Either way, we'll get you there and you can make one-time contributions or you could, you know, do a month, monthly contribution there as well. Uh, there's Venmo. Venmo, if you just please send it to uh, friends and family, don't don't. It's not a uh, uh, don't make it a what you call it a, a payment for services, so to speak. And um, the other one that I wanted to that I want to make sure to remind you is my friend again, friend of mine who is trying to get um, domiciliary custody of their child, uh, who is uh, being abused by the current domiciliary parent. Uh, so they want to make sure to get, you know, legal assistance in order to do that. And I've set up a GoFundMe to help my friend do that. We've raised about 500 and something in the GoFundMe. I think there's about additional, maybe two to 300 that have been contributed other, otherwise like the PayPal and, and Venmo to me as well. Either one of those, you know, that also helps as well. Um, but, and again, if you can't make a contribution to that one, to help out my friend, um, please share it because it, it's a really, it, it's really, they really need help. Um, and this is ignoring the fact that uh, my friend is currently in Puerto Rico right now. And that's where they're from. So um, there's a, they're dealing with that too, but we're not raising funds for that specifically. We're just raising funds to help them deal with the legal costs that might entail with that. So what's up, Nick Rich? Hey, Cohiba man. Amy, uh, who else have I missed so far? Jeff Curry, thank you for joining us in the chat. So um, that's kind of the list of how to support the show. You can also, um, but the most important thing to do, again, is subscribing to the channel, making sure that we can hit 1,000 subscribers eventually because I think when Hal comes on next month, I thought he, he might, there was talk about him potentially coming back next week, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think he has a show. Uh, so when he comes back next month uh, at the end of the October show, uh, I think I will have enough viewing hours to be able to um, qualify to be monetized just as long as I have enough subscribers. So that's the, uh, that's what, yeah, Biden was at the Queen's funeral when he should have been throwing paper towels and PR. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, I like to throw the bounty paper towels, but Pence likes brawny. <laughs> anyway, what is that? It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Anyway, so we got several big pieces of news today. 
Um, if you watched Hal's show today, I don't want to, I mean, I know most of the people who are in chat have likely listened to Hal at some point today. And I'm sure Hal uh, did talk about the, uh, the uh, attorney general's lawsuit uh, that is coming down on them hard. Uh, I haven't necessarily had the time to go over all 200 plus pages with that. Of course, uh, all of the conservatives that I see on Facebook are freaking the heck out over why are they picking on Donald? They're they're using their political office to persecute. No, and it, it's that argument is getting old. Honestly, that argument is you know there's there's no way that Donald Trump could ever be accused of anything any wrongdoing because all they're going to do is play the it's a witch hunt. They're out to get me. The Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Everything that anybody claims that Donald Trump did is wrong is a big conspiracy against Trump and not you know, anything having to do with facts or, or logic or reason at all. Uh, but just to briefly go over, uh, $250 million civil fraud lawsuit against Trump and three of his adult children. Um, so you have Don Jr., Eric, and uh, Ivanka. I'm like, I was about to call her Melania. I'm like, no, he just wishes he was married to Ivanka. Um, so... In short, there's a civil fraud lawsuit against Donald Trump and his company with his three adult children and others. Uh, the lawsuit filed in the New York State Supreme Court uh, is a culmination of a three-year investigation into Trump and the Trump Organization. Lawsuit alleges the defendants engaged in numerous acts of fraud and misrepresentation in the preparation of Mr. Trump's annual statements of financial condition covering 2011 to 2021. Lawsuit seeks $250 million in penalties and for Trump and his children to be barred from conducting business in the state for five years. The Attorney General also said she will make criminal referrals to the IRS and to the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York. So, hey, Aaron, what's up? Uh, hey, Bill. Um, Bill Deacon on top of Real Bill P. Um, yeah, Tiffany was not included in the lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, Tiffany is is the is the even though she's not redheaded, she's the redheaded stepchild of his children. And I guess Baron is too young to be involved with that at this point in time. Um, wonder if Baron will be the only one available who will be able to run any of Trump's Trump's businesses at the time. Although, but since the lawsuit is also against the business in and of itself, the business might go defunct. Who knows? Who knows how that's going to work? Um, but they really, but according to the Twitter account of. Uh, A.G. James, uh, they're trying to make Trump pay $250 million, banning the Trumps from running New York businesses for good, uh, banning Trump and Trump or combined commercial real estate for five years. And also, again, they're making a criminal referral to that. Now, you know, what's interesting is, like, one of the things that they were talking about, and this has been covered in the news before, but, you know, they, they, claiming that things are worth certain amounts to certain people and then other amounts to other people. So let's say I have a house. Let's say that house is worth $200,000. Let's say I claim on my, on my, you know, for my property taxes that my house, oh, it's only worth $100,000. And then I only pay $100,000 off that. Now, granted, when it comes to property taxes, you know, typically in New Orleans, at least they assess the value of your own home. You don't assess your own home. But let's just for hypotheticals sake, say that I'm telling the tax people, this is what my home is worth. But then I might tell the insurance company my home's worth $300,000. So if I have a fire in my house, I get paid 300000 bucks, even though I've told the taxes, the people you know, who I pay my taxes to, that it's only worth 100000 bucks. That's kind of akin to what's being going on there. What's up, Robert Reynolds? 
what's going on? How are you doing? Uh, let's see. So I see there's another, what's the other? So the troubles that he's facing beyond the AG lawsuit. So let's see. So you have the New York attorney general's announcement. Uh, you have inquiries from Congress, local district attorneys, and the U.S. Department of Justice are swirling around him. In Georgia, the Fulton County DA is digging into efforts by Trump and those in his over to overturn the 2020 elections. Um, as we all know, Trump begged, uh, not Roethlisberger, the the, uh, Secretary of State of Georgia, uh, to find 12,000 votes so he could claim he won. Um, Trump lawyer and Rudy Giuliani are the target of that investigation. So there's lots of things swirling. Trump is basically swirling around the bowl, and we're just waiting for him to just go down the toilet. Uh, let's see. I'm guessing the banks didn't use his credit score to qualify for the loans. Well, they probably didn't use his credit score because, you know, they would use whatever, however you would determine the credit, credit worthiness of a business. Because uh, that's you know, two different things. Like I have, I actually have a credit card uh, for Liberal Day and Radio. Um, it's a Capital One card and I, you know, I've, I've used it sporadically. I've, I don't really use it that much, but I've used it sporadically to, uh, to make purchases when I need to for the show. But yeah, I mean, you know, that I, when I applied for that credit card, it, it, they didn't do a credit check on me. I don't believe they, they basically did a, a credit check on, I guess, the tin of the company. So if you have several companies, each of them can have several different lines of credit. Uh, now, eventually when, you know, you're, you're a company that's owned by Donald Trump, I can't imagine why anybody would do business with him without being asked to prepay everything up front. Like, for example, uh, the media company that, or not the technology company that's used by Truth Social uh, to be hosted and to handle all of, you know, the, the services that are needed uh, for a hosted app like that. Uh, they're suing him for like millions of dollars because they, he hasn't paid them. But that's Donald Trump's MO, is that he'll get somebody to do some sort of service for him. Uh, and then he won't pay them what they are owed. And then they say, he goes, well, sue us or agree to our settlement. And so we'll get away with, with paying less than what was initially agreed to because he's a grifter and a con artist. And that's what they do. Uh, but if I was a person who, uh, who owned a technology company and I was going to be offering uh, services to people who wanted to host apps on my platform or are using my servers. And, and all of a sudden a, Trump-backed business came along and asked me uh, to, to do services. Well, first of all, I'd probably tell them no and to piss off because, well, you know, it's Donald Trump and I'm not going to help him make money. I would not want to help him make money. Second, But secondly, I would be like, look, you have a passive track history of doing these horrible things with your businesses, so I'm going to require payment up front. And I'm going to require, you know, you to pay me, you know, by this certain date. And if it's not by the certain date, you're getting cut off. Boom, there you go. Done. So, hey, shout out to Betty Loco, who is uh, in the chat room, too. Appreciate you muchly. Let's see. So what, what, else, what else from today? So then also today in the world of Donald Trump and his legal issues, uh, a federal appeals court overturned the prohibition against the Justice Department uh, from investigating Donald Trump's classified documents that were seized at Mar-a-Lago. Because for some reason, you know, the judge in Florida said, oh, well, you know, he, 
the Justice Department can't look at these. And I wonder why she might have said that. Could it have anything to do with the fact that she's a crony placed by Trump in 2020 and she wants to protect uh, her Fuhrer? Maybe. Who knows? But, yeah, three-judge three panel of the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals said it could find no personal interest for Trump in documents marked classified and no evidence in the record that he had declassified them as president. But even if they would have been declassified, even if Trump and his attorneys could have presented any sort of evidence that he went ahead and declassified them, the ruling still went and said that would be irrelevant because they would still then have to show what interest he has in these documents and why the Justice Department couldn't be looking at them. But again, in, in the case of whether or not the Justice Department can look at these documents that were marked classified, uh, that might, whether or not they're classified, you know, may or may not have anything to do with whether or not they should be able to see them. But clearly, if they can't prove that they were declassified by the Trump administration, then uh, it's opening up a huge can of worms of well, who exactly did he share this information with uh, and how much damage did he do? Uh, so, so there's that. And so, so that, so D- Donald Trump got the big double whammy today, both, a losing in his appeal uh, that allowed the DOJ to continue looking at the classified files that were seized from Mar-a-Lago in not the raid, but the properly uh, executed search warrant on his property. And also the fact that the AG is throwing the hammer down on him to make, try and make it so that him and his crime family can operate in New York uh, for at least five years and hopefully for, for never. So, let's see, Penny Local, I liked canned worms. <laughs> that nobody likes me, everybody hates me, I'm going to eat some worms. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, let's go ahead, I'm going to take a quick uh, uh, gulp of water or two, but let's go ahead and uh, take the first commercial break and come back, and we can continue talking about that, that those issues, and we'll also be finally talking about the multi-level marketing, the MLM show, what I've been wanting to do for a while now, how to protect yourself from scams, how to see if they're good ones, if there are any good ones, and not. Anyway, so then this is Little Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the liberal band radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues. 
with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the liberal damn family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat, and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. That's letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. And welcome back to Liberal Band Radio, Talk from the West, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. Uh, just if you're going to call, leave a note in the chat just to uh, make sure that, uh, you know, I know it's you calling and not some uh, weirdo, horrible uh, troll that's trying to drop the N-word and C-word like one person did and I had to go edit out from both the blog talk radio feed and the youtube feed so let's see all right so we're so i've been wanting to do the show for a while um and uh you know because because there's a lot of there was for some reason when i initially wanted to do it there was some mlm stuff in the news and i was like let, let's talk about that uh let, let, let's talk about uh especially how to avoid scams when it comes to that. And I'm kind of going to go over like my history with like either my family doing these things or, or myself uh, being involved in whatever the ones I've been involved with and whatever the ones I ran away from k- kicking and screaming. Um, the, the first and foremost is that if anybody comes to you, it's like, Hey, you want to, you want to get rich with an MLM? You know, the, your, your answer should be no. And then run away screaming, run away because anybody who's going to try and convince you that you're going to become rich uh, doing that is, is, not being truthful to you and you don't want you know people you know you, you can't if you, if you can't trust them on that you can't trust anything else that that's my first and foremost the biggest red flag there's there almost for anything you want to get rich quick you're probably not gonna there's probably a catch and there's probably a scam behind it so and unfortunately with the whole um multi-level marketing industry there are a lot of people who have manipulated people, who have manipulated systems, who have done, who have basically tried to, you know, turn it into a pyramid scheme, which of course is illegal, um, and and try and basically make sure that 
they get as much money as possible and then not giving a crap about the rest. You know, kind of like what Donald Trump does with his everyday business life to swing it back to, to politics as well. Um, but, you know, basically there's, I have, I have a rule uh, when it, I have a couple of rules when it comes to uh, if I would even consider looking at any sort of MLM type of company. Uh, first and foremost, uh, do you have to own products or buy products that you are then going to have to sell? How much inventory do you have to have? Or is it going to be, do you, all you have to buy if you're going to be part of it is just personal use stuff. If the answer is the latter, then that's, that might be okay. It might not be okay, but it might be okay. But if, if you're having to get inventory and I'll get into one big problematic one that happened very recently. Uh, if, if you're having to hold all this inventory and buy all this stuff in hopes that you're going to be able to sell all of this stuff, you know, it's, it's probably a, a warning, another big red flag uh, to do that. Let's see, Andrew Bro, if you do a, if you go on a little bit culty, they do a whole show on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing the whole show. Most of the show this today is going to be on that. But let's kind of rewind back when I was a child. My parents did Amway, so they uh, th- there was a uh, story that I recall where they were, I think my, uh, a bunch of family friends were together uh, and they were uh, playing poker, I think, like penny poker. Um, and they were, oh, my dad had to go make a delivery to deliver some stuff, some products that some people had bought and it was very bad weather and there was a discussion as to whether or not he should be going out in the bad weather to go deliver the stuff. And I think back, you know, I was a kid. This might have been late 70s, early 80s. Not as easy to to do things like you might be able to do today uh, with, with modern, you know, shipping systems and, and everything like that. Where it, back in the 70s, it might have made more sense uh, to to uh, to be to have individual people distributing these products to others. Um, now I don't I don't remember if back in the day that they would get the orders from people and then buy them and then distribute them to the people, or if they were buying items and then selling those items that they think that they could sell. I don't remember if that was the case or not. Um, I think it was the former, not the latter. And they all, but then again, the only thing I remember about my parents with Amway is that. And then the fact that we had a cat, Maxie, and Maxie peed all over a box of stuff. And I remember those two things. Uh, oh, okay. Andrea, I see. I see what you mean. Um, so I don't remember how long they did it. I mean, they weren't together past me being six or seven. So uh, they didn't, probably didn't do it all that much. I don't remember my dad doing it when they split up. So uh, they probably just thought it wasn't worth their time or whatever. So they got out of it. Fine. Cool. Whatever. Um, but so it's kind of hard to judge that you know, with like modern day stuff, because again, the, the mechanisms of shipping products to people and being able to just have a company that will send it to all of the people who you quote enroll. Um, it, it's kind of hard. It's apples and oranges, I think at this point. So I don't really look at that as being, you know, a problematic thing, but you know, there are, there are other more problematic things, I guess, in the future. 
Uh, the second one, uh, my mom did, I had a friend of mine, Tony, when I was in high school. I was like a junior or a senior in high school, and Tony was involved uh, with this, uh, I'm like, Alareza, good MLMs, you have to convince me. Um, I, I'm not going to convince you. I'm, I mean, I will tell you that I'm into. I will tell you why I'm in those two. And I'm, but I'm not trying to convince you in the show to do anything. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a way to email me if you want to have more information on it. But no, like, if nobody, like, if nobody signs up, if nobody's interested in, the, in those products when I talk about them later, I'm not worried about it because I'm, I'm, I never, I'm not a good salesman. Trust me, I'm not a good salesman, and I'm, I'm I'll tell you why I'm in those two when I get to those two. But I'm not trying to convince anybody anything. I don't want anybody to sign up. If you have any sort of doubt, I don't want anybody to, you know, think that I'm trying to get them to, you know, be rich. No. I'll usually say – I'll say what I do with one of the companies later on as well because it's a cute little line, but it is true. Uh, but we'll get there in a second. So my my friend Tony, when I was in high school, he was an older – he was an older guy. I was, had lots of older people who were friends gamers, nerds, etc. I was probably more mature than most of the people in my peer group and I hung out with older people or whatever. And so Tony was, was friendly with both me and my mom and um, he was involved in this company called uh, Matola or KM. It was a Canadian company. Um, again, it's a long time ago. I mean, I was a little older, so I remember more about the products and stuff. I, I don't, again, believe that this is a company that um, required you to buy product and sell it to other people. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but you didn't have to. Um, you, would, you would have people who would then buy the, you could buy the products yourself and you could order them yourself and just get whatever you need personally. I don't believe we ever had any times where I was, saw my mom trying to sell the, 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 the uh, supplements or the bars. And let me tell you, the bars were good. Like these, there were like these bars like this big and they like, they they basically filled you up for a meal. They high they were high in fiber. They were excellent. I mean, I don't know why my mom stopped doing it. Maybe money issues. I don't know, but it, it was excellent. Like I really enjoyed those bars. Um, I wish I could buy them now. I don't, but I don't think they have them anymore. And that's not because they're out of business. Um, eventually from what I've done with my research, because I tried to research what happened to a bunch of these that I ha I've had at least some sort of touching on, on them or whatever. Uh, the company, uh, Mattal Botanicals was purchased, uh, by another company. Um, I forget the name of the other company. Uh, let's see. Is it here? Univera or whatever is a company that acquired Metal Botanicals Assets and Distributor Network, uh, but then Univera stopped being an MLM. They basically eliminated that model and just went on to just a a um, online where online sales platform. So they stopped doing MLM and they went ahead and continued. They continued to sell that KM product, one of the supplements that they have, which is basically a uh, something to give you lots of potassium. But they got out of the MLM business. Um, and they're still continuing to sell the product. So I don't know. What does that say about that one? I don't know. Can't tell you. But again, not a, 
not a way to get rich, clearly, but the products are good and I enjoy them and I, and I, I like using them. Great. So in my year off from college, <laughs> this one is fun. Is this this one? No, that's not that one. Uh, my year off in college, uh, I worked at a restaurant, worked at Pat O'Brien's down in the French Quarter. Uh, one of the guys that was working with me, um, you know, he was, hey, like I was dating somebody else at the time. And uh, I remember it was me and him and my girlfriend and her friend and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend was pissed off, not because of talking about this idea or this whatever, but because. He, they, they were just ooing and eyeing over the fact that this guy was really hot. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. So, um, but he was all gung-ho on this company called IHI. IHI is no longer in business. IHI, you know, like he showed me this pamphlet or whatever. It's like, oh, here's like this golf club that you get. And here's this and that. All these weird like things that, you know, not everybody's going to use every day. And it clearly was a pyramid scheme and so much so that uh, it got nuked and, and they, and it went down. Where's the, where's this freaking thing? I had the link to it and I don't seem to have it up anymore. That's too bad. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about this other story first. I'll, I'll get to that after the MLM stuff. So I didn't involve myself into it. Why? Because a, um, I wasn't going to use these products personally and B, it was being sold as a, hey, you're going to make a whole bunch of money. You're going to make a whole crap ton of money doing this. I'm like, no, I don't believe you. It, it, I don't believe you at all. So I stayed clear of it. And I don't think you ever had to sell items, but it was too good to be true. And it was. And I think the person went to jail who was behind IHI. And lots of other people were, were grifted out of a bunch of their money. So... <laughs> Yeah, making Donald Trump, uh, making Donald Trump very jealous of somebody else grifting people out of their money. It is what it is. So, let's see. Eller is a hot guy. Did somebody say something about a hot guy? Let me tell you something. I, I you know, he he was. I wasn't interested in him in that way. But I would look at him and be like, he's going to have people just pouring off of him because he was built blonde hair, just muscles. And he was super nice, too. I mean, I didn't, even though I didn't participate in his company, you know, whatever, I didn't take part of, I didn't take part of in his, you know, whatever. He, I don't know if he knew that it was horrible or not, but we had a great, we would go hang out, we'd go drink after work. He was a fun guy. He was, it was a good guy. Let's see. So, there's that. So, that was one that, you know, warning, warning signs, stay away, stay away. Interesting one, there was this company called Going Platinum. Uh, Going Platinum, um, in my opinion, was a great idea in and of itself. But it's an example of when a good idea still gets abused by somebody who's a scammer. And I don't even feel scammed. Aaron, no, no hot guys come around here. <laughs> We're all in New Orleans, right? All, all us hot guys are in New Orleans. Um, so what, what was Going Platinum? Going Platinum was a website 
Uh, it also had a dial-up service. Um, and here's the thing, like the dial-up service back in the day, it was like, I think AOL was like 20 bucks at the time or maybe 15. I don't remember the exact price. But again, this was back in the day when you had to deal with dial-up and, you know, busy signals and all that fun stuff. And so I was using the going platinum dial-up to connect to the internet instead of the AOL one. And it was faster. And I thought, I, I mean, I, I was much happier with the, with the internet service that I got from going platinum than I did from AOL. So I don't believe I was scammed in and of itself because of the fact that I was getting something for my money. The whole, but the whole thing was, with this company that, you know, you would go on their website, it would track, you know, what you did on the website, like, you know, like the link to Amazon that I have in the show description. If you click that link to, um, to Amazon and buy something using my affiliate link, I get a little bit of change. You know, I get a little, whatever it is, I get a, I get a little referral fee, I guess, for that uh, affiliate marketing, so to speak. So, their website was entirely affiliate marketing. They had lots of deals you could take advantage of. They had lots of, you know, you buy from, you buy from Target from this site and you're going to get, yeah, and, and it generates revenue, and then that revenue gets distributed upline. Because when you hear MLM, often no times you hear downlines, uplines. So I think what, if I remember correctly, again, I don't remember the, the, the compensation plan for it, but you know, seven people down, you know, I think you got paid. And there's, there are other mechanisms as to determine how much. And um, talking about compensation plans, I could talk about that too, because there are, there are compensation plans that, you know, either, either um, reward greed or reward teamwork. So I don't want ones that reward greed. I want one, if I was going to run a business, I would want, that, want one that promoted teamwork. And if, if you're promoting greed, again, I'm not going to trust your company. But this one, when I was looking at the compensation plan of it, it was like, all right, this, it, it looks like it's really promoting teamwork. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, going platinum uh, was advertising false promises of getting rich. So I never really saw that part of it. Um, and then there was there was some pyramid scheme aspects to it apparently that maybe I didn't see it or whatever, but uh, they're no longer in business. And I, I actually got like a hundred bucks from them. You know, I got a check for a hundred bucks. I was like, look at this, it's my check, um, because there were other people who were paying, I guess, for their for their for their internet, for their dial-up internet, and I was getting a little bit of that. I was getting a little bit of the action of my own activities on the site or what have you, um, and on some of others. It was fine, you know, but again, the idea was fine, but the person running it was not. So that's the problem a lot of the times with, with multi-level marketing companies. Like, even if the idea is good, the person running it could be sleazy and not a good person and not be trustworthy. And this is why a lot of people, rightfully so, run away from um, yeah, Patty Wack, the 11th District Court sided with DOG. Yeah, that, that's true. We saw that already. That, thank you again for bringing it up, though. Um, so, again, so, so when a lot of times people hear MLM and they want to run away screaming because they don't trust it. And because of people like this, the guy that ran it, uh, his name was Alan Catalan. 
um, the people that run it are, are a lot of times horrible people who are just using it to scam people. And so that, that's one of the problems with, you know, a lot of times you get into these like MLM type companies and either they're new, so you, you can't verify that they're trustworthy or they're old, but yet you're still trying to get rich off of them. But since they're so old, all the people making money are at the top and you're not going to make any money. So either way, run away, right? Because you don't want to, you, you can't do it if you, you don't want to do it if you're not trust if they're not trustworthy. You don't want to do it if you're thinking that you're going to make money and you're going to be all in the bottom of the pyramid, so to speak. So that's why a lot of people don't trust them, and I don't blame them. I don't blame anybody one bit. That's why I never expect anybody to to participate or get products from the companies that that I participate in. Let's see, Pam Jam. Be careful. Don't trust anyone. I mean, that's also a good thing. I, this past few years has caused me to uh, trust a few people more, but I trust a lot of other people a lot less. Um, although, I don't know, did I talk about this last Wednesday? I may have. I think I did. It may have already been a week. Um, but yeah, the, the uh, one person who had my coins that I had gotten as a bar mitzvah um, from like ceremonially from like when I was a kid, I got them back finally. And so that's one thing off of my, uh, one thing off of my, one burden off my shoulder. I guess one less thing I have to worry about. So let's, let's get to the ones that I do. Um, one of them, I think I've been a customer of, it's called Melaleuca. I've been a customer of theirs for, um, probably six or eight years now. I've been a customer of theirs for six to eight years. How much money have I, I actually happen to have one of my, my last stub from my check stub uh, with how much money I've made with Malaluka? $264.95. That's what I made. How did I make that? One person was like, okay, I'll give it a shot and has been a customer for the last take. Let's see. I get about two fifty a month. So times 10 is 25, a few years, a couple of years now. Um, I think Dr. Paris, Melaleuca is an awesome product. Um, basically Melaleuca is another word for tea tree oil, uh, but they have more than just that. And, um, one of the things that I've loved about their products is they have this product called Sayamel. It's like, it's magical. And I'm not trying to say that it's like a wonder tonic, like a snake oil salesman. <laughs> they advertise this thing as it can get out permanent marker from upholstery. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And so I got my first package of a bunch of stuff that I was trying out from them. And the day that I got the package, wouldn't you know, my youngest son took red permanent marker and drew all over the white upholstery on a chair. And I was like, well, Melaleuca, we're going to put your product to the test. We are, going to, we are going to do that. We're going to put your product to the test. And I followed the instructions, and I did it, and the, the, the marker went away. And I was like, what? The F. I could not believe it. I was absolutely shocked. 
Um, Patty Wag, I'm making homemade pizza sauce. I grew all the ingredients. I want to come over right now. I would like some pizza. Um, <laughs> what else? So they have vitamins and they have, you know, there are a lot of people who are into essential oils. They have a whole bunch of essential oils. I'm not totally into that. Um, they've, they have um, laundry detergent. Now, my wife typically can't use any laundry detergent that's like not scent free and, and, and whatever because of her skin condition. So she has psoriasis. But the first time she used one of Melaleuca, we used one of Melaleuca's uh, detergent, detergents uh, to wash our clothes, she didn't have any problems. And I was like, well, this, I'm, I'm sold. And the price of it is, is, I think I compared the price the other day. I looked at the price of like uh, how many loads of, of laundry you can do with a bottle versus the same amount of loads in one of their, like in all free, like one of the, the free and clear type ones. And I think it was like a buck cheaper or whatever. Um, so cool. Yeah. Um, they, when I was doing, oh, I forgot one. Let me, let's roll back. We'll put a little pin in Bella Luke for a second. Let's roll back. Forgot about this one. Um, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't consider it. I personally don't consider it very expensive. And I'll, 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 part of it is that uh, the fact that, you know, the, the detergent, at least in my opinion, in my experience was similar in price to a Walmart detergent of the same variety. But let's roll back because I forgot one. Um, about early 2000s, I want to say. Um, I was on the, very big into doing Atkins, very big into low-carb dieting. I was making a website. It was called No Carbs, and uh, the website had, was an acronym for New Orleans um, Carb Addicts Reaching Body Success. No carbs. I thought that was clever. And basically, I started, like I said, hey, if I can expand this from New Orleans to make it national, uh, it would be the National Organization of Carbohydrate Addicts Reaching Body Success. And it still would be no carbs. I guess that's one of the things about living in New Orleans. If you have a New Orleans-based organization and you want to go nat- national, you don't have to change your acronym because you can go from New Orleans to national organization. Perfect, right? So I don't know where I saw this company, um, but it's called Quickstar, and Quickstar is basically Amway. And what what did I see with Quickstar? Um, I went to some um, fest, some retailer show or whatever. I was trying to see about. I think I had a no carbs booth. My idea was a, I was going to have like you know local restaurants that would cater to people who were doing low carb things. I would have the, like a discount card and you could buy the discount card and you'd be able to get discounts at these restaurants or what have you for being a member of no carbs. Um, and then one of the other things I wanted to do was wanted to find good products. Well, Quickstar had these energy drinks that were, had no carbs in them and they were delicious, better than any energy, energy drink I had tasted. Like it was better than Red Bull, better than, uh, Monster, if Monster was available at the time, I don't remember, but better than any other energy drink that I'd ever had. Um, and the uh, and so I I bought some for myself, and I would advertise that on the website. Hey, you could buy these products, you know, if you want to. And okay, but again, 
I did not have to have any additional inventory if I wanted to sell it. Now, I would buy some extra if I went to – I did a couple of shows, I think, so I had a couple of extra with me and be like, hey, you know, here's some of the examples of some of the stuff that I've gotten used to, but I wasn't getting, like, cases and cases and trying to sell this stuff. It was just a couple of samples to, try, to have people try. Other than that, um, you know, it was just basically me trying to – push, you know, the idea of, of the carbohydrate act, but that, that eventually went away. Um, Katrina hit, I don't know if I stopped doing it before Katrina or not, but Katrina basically put a big pin in that one. Um, but again, Quickstar was, there are some people who claim that there's some issues with Quickstar Quick and with Amway, um, but it didn't require me to have any inventory. I could just post the links to it, to, to it online. And if they wanted to buy it, they could buy it. If they wanted to do more with it they could do more with it but i never pushed again the income opportunity i just pushed the here's a product that you can drink that'll be that, that'll be good for you that's that has no carbohydrates which a lot of times energy drinks often use sugar as part of the way to make you have energy so let's see blah, blah, blah. Jeff, jeff gray i took one sip of a red bull done i, I don't like red bull at all it's meh. Um, yeah, when Emily went to online sales, they call her Quickstar. Uh, and that's what I did for a little bit again, but I wasn't doing it to sell the, to sell the opportunity. I was doing it to sell the product or to, to say, Hey, if you want to buy this product from, do it from my website, I'll get a, I'll get a referral or affiliate link from it. And if you, again, if you want to do more with it than just buy this product, then you can do that too. But I wasn't really worried about it. I was more worried about building the no carbs business than the other one, which of course, yeah. No, nothing ever happened with it, and I can't do. It's it, in my opinion, at least with my experience, a low carb diet is not sustainable for me. I mean, it might work for other people. It just doesn't work for me in the long term. In the short term, yeah, I can lose a hell of a lot of weight in a in a month. I've done it several times, but then I get it all back plus some, which sucks. Roll back to Melaleuca. Now we're back to the to the sort of present Melaleuca. Um, the products. If you buy a certain amount every month, the products are uh, are discounted. It's like 35 points worth of product. I don't know how they come up with the points of a product versus the cost. Uh, sometimes a points worth of product is 35 points of product can cost me one thing one month and one thing the next month, depending on what I need. But I don't find myself spending any more money on the items that I get from Melaleuca than I would spend at Walmart for these things. So often when I say, hey, you know, I've reduced my Walmart footprint by shopping at this company um, with the, getting the items from this company, then I'm being serious about it. I've, I've, I've enabled myself to buy less from Walmart. And this company also, a lot of their stuff's not toxic. Their stuff, uh, their cleaning supplies are better than like bleach or ammonia, uh, safer to use around the house with kids and pets. I found that attractive. Um, and again, I've been using the products of this company for at least six, if not longer, years. Um, let's see. What's the Walmart today? Other than that, it's all three masks. Amway's a scam. All that. Oh, I mean, again, look. There are, again, I'm not trying to convince you to get involved in MLM if that's not what you want to do. But I'm just saying with this particular one, that's, that's my justification of, of, of using it. The products are good. I would continue buying the products if I had a gear. If I, if they, if you told me today, 
that I would never make any money with this company, I would still keep buying their products. Why? Because I feel like a good value for them. I feel that the quality of the products are better than the quality of the similar products that I'll be getting other places. Um, they have this zero calorie drink that we do get, we do use, and it's delicious. It's, I've never had a zero calorie drink taste this good. It's wonderful. Again, it's right for us. We use it. And if it's not good for you, if that's not something you want to get into, you shouldn't. If you're afraid of it because of the MLM company, I don't blame you. MLM companies so many times have proven themselves to be not trustworthy that it doesn't make sense if you don't trust the MLM company to get involved with any of them. And again, but one of the things that I think personally makes Melaleuca better than all the other ones is simply this. I don't have to have anybody, any product to try and sell other people. In fact, they forbid it. They don't want you buying up product and selling it to other people. They want their customers to buy from their website because they want to, they want to guarantee that the stuff's going to be fresh um, and, and, and the, the best quality, the best standards or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Wally World, Walmart is a necessary evil uh, in that, you know, there are things that we just have to get from there. Um, and, and there's the, yeah, some of the other grocery stores in the New Orleans area are like owned by uh, insurrectionists and seditionists or whatever, people who were there on January 6th. And I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to do business with somebody who, was, who believes in the big lie. So a lot of times I will have to buy stuff through Walmart, um, which is fine, you know, but I, I reduce the amount that I buy, at least some, by buying these Malaluca products. Um, Trucker John, pyramid schemes only work for the person that starts it. Yeah, pyramids, well, pyramid schemes are illegal. My point is this. Never buy products from an MLM company if you don't feel you're getting a good deal on them. Or if you have to, if, 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 if in order to make money, you have to have, you have to buy products for other people and, um, and if the people are trying to sell you on this, oh, get rich quick idea. Again, I think in the let's say how long I've been in how how long I've been a customer. I don't think it does. It might not. I don't know. So let's see. Is that on the back? No. No. Oh, there it is. Found it. Thanks for being a Melaleuca company since September. So it's this month, 2014. So I've been a customer of Melaleuca for eight years. Um, so yeah, eight years. Have I tried to in- introduce some people to it that I felt might like the product? Sure. Um, sometimes Melaleuca will do things like, basically like it's a, if you it's, it's like how Costco, if Costco has like a, you know, a $50, $60 a year fee so you can go shop in Costco's store. Uh, Melaleuca, I think, is 20 for every year. But, like, occasionally Melaleuca will run a, hey, it's a $1 trial. You can try it for $1 for the first year. And that's usually when I'll post something on my Facebook page. I'll be like, hey, I've, I've talked about reducing my Walmart footprint by buying these products that are good for the environment, this, that, the other. If you are interested in taking a look at it, I'd be more than happy to show it to you. But otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> and that's the other, that's the thing. It's like, I don't, I really don't care. 
if you want to, if you were to email me and say, Hey, Dan, I also want to reduce my Walmart footprint. I'll talk to you about it. Sure. But I don't want you to, I don't want you to buy the products if they're not right for you. I don't want you to buy these products if they're not good for you. If they don't, if it doesn't make sense for you to buy this, that's the last thing I want. (laughs) Cause again, customers since 2014, eight years this month, um, I don't care. Obviously, I don't care about making money with this. I just use these products, and I'm happy using these products. And if you told me I could, I would use these products for the next 20 years, and I would only make maybe zero more dollars, I'd be like, fine, okay, cool. I will make zero more dollars, and I'll still use these products. And that's the most important thing. If a company can't tell you that, can't give you that, if you can't, if you can't believe that with the company, then run away. And even if you can, if they can promise you that, or if they can tell you that, and you still don't like it because you think, well, there's, there's got to be a weird thing because of the MLM, yeah, run away. That's, that's, you should always trust your gut. Always trust your gut. Every single time. Trust your gut. Believe what your gut is telling you because it's probably not right for you. Let's see. Walmart has a position on – I don't know if Walmart has a – did Walmart have a position? Did, was Walmart going to offer one of one of the big ones? Kind of surprised me that they were that their health insurance was going to cover um, people who needed to travel on abortion to get abortions. Was that Walmart? I don't know if that was Walmart or something else. Walmart abortion. Yeah, I mean. Do 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 do. August twenty third, twenty twenty two. Yeah, I was right. Walmart expands abortion coverage. Walmart has announced that it will broaden its abortion coverage and travel benefits for abortion services. Walmart is in the largest private employer with 1.6 million U.S. employees. Um, Walmart's health plans will cover abortion when there's a health risk to the mother, rape or incest, or an ectopic pregnancy, miscarriage or fetal viability. Employees and their family members who are insured through Walmart also will have their travel costs covered if they cannot access a legal abortion within 100 miles of their location. Uh, the retailer is launching a seller for, center for fertility services, such as in vitro fertilization, and is increasing its financial support for adoptions from $5,000 to $20,000. Um, so impressive from Walmart. I mean good for Walmart. That, that makes me feel a little better of the little bit that I do shop there, but still, um, whatever. And like that, again, don't, don't, again, if you don't engage with MLMs, that's cool. I'm just saying they're not all terrible, but there's so many that are terrible that I don't blame anybody for not wanting to involve themselves with any one of them. Again, trust your gut. Let's see. One nice act does not make up for past and current evils. That's also true. Again, um, but like here's here's one of the things I say about like activism. I haven't been to Fogo de Chao, for example, since the pandemic. Part most well during the pandemic because it's a pandemic. Af- but afterwards, um, I, I didn't like the fact that they um, what should we call it? I didn't like the fact that they took PPP loans when they didn't need to, and I think they took advantage of the system. And I hated the fact that it did it. And I was like, I'm not going to, st- I'm, I'm, and my, my, my gut is I don't want to go to Fogo de Chao because of how they took advantage of PPP loans. Now, that being said, my wife has celiacs. 
she can't eat many places. One of the places she can eat that's safe, that we know is safe, is Fogo. That's also damn expensive. But if it came down to a choice of, you know, we really wanted to go out to eat somewhere and she wanted to eat Fogo because she wanted Fogo, I would go. Because, you know, her health and her, her ability to enjoy herself, enjoy her life is more important to me than, like, than that me standing on principle, so to speak. Um, if I was starving hungry and there was no place around me to eat other than a Chick-fil-A, then I, I'm fine. I, and a Chick-fil-A apparently has gluten-free stuff too. So if the only thing around us for miles is gluten-free and my wife needs something to eat, fine, let's go to Chick-fil-A. Fine. Maybe I would go to Chick-fil-A then I would make a contribution to um, an LGBTQA rights group in the amounts of my purchase to offset whatever harm that I did by, by getting the Chick-fil-A to help feed my wife. Um, but there's so little out there for gluten people with, who require gluten-free food. People who have celiacs, for example, um, there's so little out there um, that sometimes you can't, you have to put, you have to set your priorities, I, I guess, supposedly. So, um yeah, I, I don't go to Hobby Lobby. There's no reason for me to go to Hobby Lobby. There's Michael's. I can go to Michael's if I need to. Um, I haven't been to Chick-fil-A since they announced their terribleness, uh, since, it was, since it was announced how terrible they are when it comes to LGBTQA folks. But that being said, um, again, if it was my only choice to, to make sure my wife got fed, we'd buy it, and I'd just get, you know, deal with it because and like make a contribution to something else anyway but yeah the hobby lobby thing they took out that whole two-page paper or ad about us being uh, a christian nation or whatever and needing to support christian values and uh then the whole hobby lobby ruling just pissed me off because uh when i pay for insurance it's it's paid for with my labor you know they like to say, well, we're paying for it. No, you're not paying for it. You're paying for my labor. You're paying for my, just because it doesn't show up on my paycheck doesn't mean I'm not paying for it with my labor. My labor has a cost. There's a cost to employ me. And my labor needs to justify the cost to employ me. So all of those benefits that I see, if they're on my paycheck or if they're not on my paycheck, like if I buy health insurance, let's say work subsidizes the health insurance and puts 5000 before the paycheck happens, then you have to put up the rest. You know, if I make $50,000 a year and I have to pay 5000 for my health insurance, I, I technically make 45000 a year because that $5,000 comes off as a pre-tax deduction. Now, if they paid me instead, they paid me 55000 a year and made me pay all of it myself, I'd still make $45,000 a year. So it makes no difference if I got paid, uh, if they pay, if, if, if they pay all of it and pay me 45,000 and cover all the premiums, if they pay me $50,000 to cover half the premiums, or they cover, they pay me $55,000 and pay and cover none of the premiums. At the end of the day, I'm still getting paid 45,000 a year. So they can't, they shouldn't be able to say that they are paying for it. It's my labor that's paying for the, any benefits received and they should no more be able to tell me how I can spend my paycheck, then, then they should be able to tell me how I can use my health insurance that I got via my employment. Furthermore, uh, they were allowed to make an argument in court that was BS. They were basically allowed to say that 
they believed that birth control pills cause abortions and therefore they don't want to cover them instead of having to prove that birth control pills cause abortions or in how they word it, things that are morally equivalent to abortions, like preventing a fertilized embryo from implanting to the uterine wall. Um, they view that as an abortifacient, even though there's no evidence that that happens. It used to be the belief, and it would be on your pills, on birth control pills, uh, that birth control pills can prevent fertilization, ovulation, or implantation. Um, but recent, more recent evidence has not shown that that's the fact, that that's the fact, that it doesn't stop implantation. If you're already, if the, if the embryo is already created, the birth control pill is not going to stop it from implanting into the uterine wall. So they were, but they were allowed to say, well, we believe that's what happens. And then the support court was like, okay, well, as long as they justify, as long as it's a reasonably held belief or whatever held belief, I'm like, no, it's like me saying that if the sky is purple, I don't have to cover abortion coverage. Like the sky's not purple. Well, I believe it is. Okay. Stupid. The Hobby Lobby ruling was stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Anyway, so back to the MLM stuff. Have you seen, anybody seen Lula Rich, the documentary series on Amazon? See, because my former friends of ours uh, used to, got into LuLaRoe and wanted to get into LuLaRoe with, she wanted, the wife wanted to get into LuLaRoe with, um, with my watch that, that the wife of the other family wanted to get into LuLaRoe with my wife. Again, my warning flags were, were triggering off the chart because LuLaRoe is one of those companies that did require you to buy a whole bunch of stuff and then sell it. So they went to fairs, they went to craft fairs, they went to shows, they went to a whole bunch of stuff and selling their, selling their, items and some of them sold well and some of them didn't and uh, it was almost like a grab bag like you would order 50 pants let's say you ordered 50 50 leggings now let me tell you people love how these leggings felt they're very popular they had a lot of fun designs sometimes the designs had kind of oopsie moments where something looked like something else between your legs or whatever uh, but um they loved the that, that's what I think they were going on. Fact, they all loved these leggings. Then they got in trouble with some issues, some marketing issues or whatever. And but I was like, you know, I don't feel comfortable saying, no, don't do it. If you really want to do it, I'm going to let you do it. Um, especially because of the fact that I was doing Melaleuca and, and I wasn't really pushing Melaleuca or selling Melaleuca to anybody else. But I didn't want to say, well, you can't do this, but I'm still in this. So she did it, and then she got out of it right before the proverbial crap hit the fan. Uh, her friend bought her out, so we didn't lose any money. This is good. Um, but LuLaRoe is terrible. If anybody tries to tell you to get you to join in with LuLaRoe, that's one of those bad ones, especially because of the fact that, again, you have to buy all this stuff and then hope to sell it. And that's any company that requires you to do that as part of its business model, where you have to buy things that other people are going to then buy from you. No, that, that is, that is a big red flag. 
on top of any red flags that you already have from MLMs to begin with. The fact that they want you to buy all of these stuff, then you have to worry about whether or not you're going to be able to liquidate it or not. Not a good idea. And if you go watch the Lula Rich documentary, um, you'll see how just how bad Lula is. And they're like worse, some of the worst of the worst when it, when it came to how they're running their business uh, products. And the uh, happy birthday to the wife of Real Bill. Thank you. Um, so, um, but because my wife was in all these groups, like there's these LuLaRoe Lula groups of former distributors who would be taught, who would basically get together and talk about how horrible this company was and give all the, the dirt and the details. So we were watching the Lula Rich documentary on Amazon and like, we'd have to pause it. And my wife would talk about for like five, 10 more minutes more on here's more information about what they just said or about this person and they're not showing. What's up? Say hi. How's it going? Glad you could join us. Appreciate you. Um, so it was interesting to be able to get kind of the, an even more behind the scenes look at that. And also, um, one of the other interesting tidbits from that um, is, let's see, what was it? Um, what, I think one of the people that was that was a that was a reporter that was being discussed or that was talking about you know how Lularoe kind of scams people um, was Jill Filipovich, and I've actually had her on my podcast a long time ago, but I had her on the podcast, so I was it was we were watching. It, I'm like, oh, I've talked to her before, so. That was kind of neat. But yeah, LuLaRoe's terrible. Um, again, most MLMs are terrible. I just, did I happen to find two that I like that I have no problem with? Sure, absolutely. Again, they're right for me, and I don't try and become rich with them, and I'm happy with the products. The other one, I've done this before too, um, this company called Valentis, it has like um, this thing called Emulin that's, that I believe has – I used to take um, lots of ibuprofen all the time, all the time for my knee. Terrible. Once I started taking this stuff, I felt that it worked for me. Now, your health – I'm not promising you any health things with it, but I, I tried the product, and the product worked for me. And also – they also started selling um, CBD oil um, and, or, you know, this spray form or whatever. And so it's just like, and that's it. And you put it in your mouth and you just squirt it in your cheeks and you swallow it and drink some water or whatever. And from what I've researched, this, Getting this for the price that it is like a dollar a dose, I think it is, like those squirts that I put in my mouth is like a dollar, is on the low end of the price of what you would pay for that. Um, see, that, that's the thing, Debbie. Are they, aren't they forcing you to sell stuff? That's how they operate. The ones that force you to sell stuff, run away. Again, I would never want to be a part of that. Lularo was like that, and that's why my wife, one of the reasons my wife got out of it because they force you to sell stuff. But with Malaluca and with Valentis, I don't have to sell a damn thing. Not one bit. I, I can convince other people to, to buy the products if I want to. You know, I could tell them, look, 
you know, if, if you want to, if you want a good CBD oil that seems to work for me, you know, cool. Awesome. If you have a better deal on it in your hometown, or maybe if your hometown has it legalized for, uh, has just full on THC legalized for you, that might be better for you too. Um, but it's not legal here for in Louisiana for recreational use. It's just for medicinal use. Um, so then how isn't just a company you buy stuff? For? How isn't it? Yep, it to me, Melaleuca, it is. That's what Melaleuca is for me. It is basically a company. Um, right, Aaron West, THC is not legal everywhere. It's not legal here, um, at least from, for non-medicinal purposes. So if I want to take a legal product, I have to use this and not THC. Um, but yeah, uh, Diane, I ordered Melaleuca too. That's cool. Yeah. But with like, with Melaleuca, they just make money by you buying their products. And they like them. They, they encourage you to buy a certain amount to keep your prices down, uh, to be able to get like, kind of like wholesale deals on things. But I've never had a situation where I've, where I haven't bought enough to, to qualify for, you know, the lower prices that they want you to do every month. Uh, you know, Maybe it helps that I have two kids, um, but you know, between the laundry detergent and the dishwashing detergent and all the other stuff that I would otherwise be buying from Walmart, but I don't now because I've reduced my Walmart footprint, I'm able to buy the stuff from the company. And again, if I, if you told me that I would never, you know, enroll anybody else in Melaleuca, that I would make zero dollars from this point on in Melaleuca, that all I would be doing was continuing to buy the products that I've been using for the last eight years. I'd continue doing it. Why? Because I feel like I'm getting a good deal. Now, there are people who are judgmental of that. I had a conversation online the other day where I was like, look, you know, I've been buying from this company for a while. And they're like, you're still supporting a predatory company. You're still supporting predatory business practices because you're a customer of that company. Well, that's your right. And again, you're free to not jump in. You're free to not do anything. And if that's how you feel about it, then I wouldn't want to talk to you about it. You're right. You're you're free. And if you've had bad experiences with those companies, then cool. Don't do it. Let's see. See how grow seven plants legal in Oklahoma. Nice. Let's see. After dark dark, <laughs> I think you mean dark Biden is done with dirty Donnie. Cannabis will be legal everywhere federally, hopefully. Um, but there's some. There's some, uh, whatchamacallit, there's some state issues that would deal with. I don't think Biden can just decriminalize it nationwide. Now, Biden could, you know, let everybody out who's in federal prison from drugs, and then, and then they could make, the, make it a, not be a Class A drug or whatever, but still states would still be able to um, have their own prohibitions on it if they wanted to, just like you still have dry counties, even though it's legal to drink. Even though alcohol is not banned nationwide, you still have dry counties in this country, weirdly enough. Hey, what's up, liberal Stoney? How's it going? Jeff says, I had two spine surgeries. The last one left me done from the neck down for a while. CBD got me off that strong stuff. So, like, do you, get, do you use gummies for your CBDs, or do you use spray, or what do you use? What do you, how do you... How do you take the CBD into your body? Um, yeah, they still have dry counties. Um, I think the, I think technically, from what I've heard, I think the county that, that manufactures Jack Daniels is a dry county. 
Um, and there is at least one in northern Louisiana, I believe. There are also still kind of blue laws where you couldn't get, like, alcohol on Sundays in some counties, even though you can get it everywhere else. And it's also weird. Like, like in Louisiana, otherwise, like, I could walk into a liquor – I can walk into a – drugstore like a Walgreens and buy liquor if I want to liquor beer wine etc now it's probably not gonna be the best wine but still I can buy and I can go into a Walgreens and buy alcohol in Louisiana in Maryland even though Maryland is much more liberal than Louisiana I have to I can't go to a grocery store or a Walgreens and get alcohol I have to go to a special liquor store to get that stuff so the Jeff Curry says, oil. Is it rubbing in oil or is it like a spray oil? Elizabeth, I lived in a dry county in Texas. I couldn't even imagine living in a dry county. I can't even imagine um, not being able to just walk down, just walk, drive to the local store and get myself a, a six pack of some sort. Hell. The whole buy me a cider thing, the ciders that you that that I that I have. If you go uh, buy me a cider on liberalband.com, that you know that whole thing is because every Friday we go to a local cidery where they they have you know alcoholic cider that they make in house and it's delicious. And so I can't imagine not being able to do that. Of course, I can't be able to do that uh, in New Orleans anyway because we're just a drunk freaking town. To Jeff Curry, under tongue. So again, so my, I guess my final question to you, Jeff, is how much per dose do you think you spend on CBD oil? And you too, Andrea, how much do you think you spend per dose? Because um, I, I tried to find some information on it when I got it, when I got this, and I was like, you know, I haven't found, I found through my research that this is cheaper than a lot of the stuff out there. And it's good. I, I find myself kind of working as well. But if there, are, if there are ways of getting it, it's even cheaper than that, I'm all for it because I don't have to buy that anymore and I'll buy somewhere else. I don't have to continue buying from that company. I just choose to do so. Um, <laughs> I say, uh, Andrea, you're not a mod here. I can screw with you now. <laughs> yeah, but her bestie, Aaron, is. So don't screw with her too hard. Um, I buy six bottles about every six months. So... How many do- like how many doses per day like whatever I mean I don't want to get you involved in too much math but the math I did basically said that this was worth it that this was worth it for me to have so <laughs> what's up Althea thank you for joining us everybody let's see oh we have 25 viewers and 37 likes that's awesome appreciate everybody for liking it if you haven't liked the video yet please do it. go ahead and do so if you haven't subscribed what's up Chris how's it going how have you been uh a little bottle a month, two drops a day. And how much is a bottle, roughly? Um, let's see, but that's <laughs> Andrea on a mod pig pile. <laughs> nice. Um, my vape is one gram, lasts a month, $100. Don't count dosage. That's too much work. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, that's about the same, I think. Ohio is more restrictive than alcohol for Illinois for sure. Yeah, that's it's crazy the difference. That's one of the things that's weird about the federal government and the states is that some things it would be much easier if you just had one law nationwide and it would just not not make things stupid. But 
see, one of the other things I did want to talk about this week, and I forgot about it, but I still had it up, so I can, we can still talk about it. Um, according to this opinion piece by Bloomberg, a Texas judge took religious freedom too far. This is kind of on the same lines of my criticisms of the Hobby Lobby ruling, where they claim that this is a religious belief, so therefore they don't feel they should have to cover this. Um, federal district court ruling holds that a Christian employer can stop offering health insurance covering anti-HIV drugs. Let me repeat that again. A Christian employer can stop offering health insurance that covers anti-HIV drugs. Ignoring the fact that you can have HIV through no fault of your own, like if you're a victim of sexual assault, or if you're in a relationship and not knowing that your partner is cheating on you, there's two ways that you can get an STD, including HIV. Um, this isn't Christian. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I was raised Jewish, so I'm, maybe I'm not the the best person to say that something to gatekeep Christianity or not. But from what Christians say that they are, to me, this doesn't seem very Christian to me. Christian employers entitled to an exemption from the requirement that all insurance plans must cover pre-exposure prophylactics. So if you're raped, you can't get pre-exposure prophylactics, anti-HIV drugs. What? Give me a frickin' break. Superficially, the court's decision under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act seems to resemble the exemption from the Affordable Care Act's mandatory contraception coverage uh, that the Supreme Court granted in the 2014 Hobby Lobby case, but a deeper level because it goes much deeper than the Hobby Lobby decision. If upheld by the appellate court and the Supreme Court, the Texas ruling would exempt an employer who refused to provide any health care coverage of any kind on any ground that medical insurance coverages encourages people to rely on medical science, not religious faith, religious faith in planning their lives. Uh, the new case, Braidwood Management, made a much less direct argument. It claimed its religious exercise was substantially burdened because providing PrEP drugs encourages homosexual behavior, prostitution, sexual promiscuity, and intravenous drug use. I don't often curse on the show. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, and I'm sure, even though that this ruling is about PrEP, I'm sure it would also apply to other folks as other drugs as well that would be used by people to treat HIV infections. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely freaking ridiculous. That's where we are in this country. That's why we're, we're here, because we elected you-know-who in 2016 who got to put a lot of judges up there and now we have to deal with this bullshit for as long as those judges remain on the bench or until we can, you know, grow or the Supreme Court to be able to include enough people to overturn the ridiculousness. So, yeah, so much for freedom. Well, no, it's freedoms for them and not for us. It's freedoms. You know, they want to be free to do whatever it is that they want to do, but they don't want to, they don't want to be told what to do themselves. If, 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 it, if it's something that they want to do, it's freedom. If it's something that other people want to do, it's not freedom to them. So it's ridiculous. Uh, let's see. 
Let's let's kind of scroll back. Excuse me. Um, five bucks a bottle off the top of my head. Wow, it's not bad. Um, I think weed should be federally regulated. I think it's. I mean, I don't know if it should be federally regulated. I think it should be. I just think that people should be able to use it. I don't think it should be criminalized. Regulating is one thing. Like if you want to regulate stuff and how it, and how and make sure that it's you know high quality and not you know it's not laced with fentanyl or whatever. Sure, cool, but not preventing people to use it if they want to use it. As long as they're not harming anybody else, what's the problem? Uh, I don't have to pay for it to work. I work for the VP of the CBD company. Nice. Well, that's always good. Um, Let's see. 1,200 years, not loose change for most people. I'm privileged. True. I mean, that, that, is, that is a valid point. Um, do I need to get re-banned from Hobby Lobby? Yes, get re-banned from Hobby Lobby. Remind everybody what you did. I forgot, uh, but I know it was funny. Um, they, don't, they don't care if a person dies. No, they don't because they claim to be pro-life, but they're not. Um, let's see. God would be okay with weed if it does not cause you to become mentally unstable or high uh, or it causes you major mental issues. I don't think that it weed does that. Um Let's see. I used to argue that weed was cool because it wasn't processed. Now it's processed, and that argument is mute or moot. Uh, low THC weed will not even make you hallucinate. Probably not. I don't think. Does high THC weed make you hallucinate? I don't know. Um, yes, you can get it from your mother in the womb. But, you know, screw the kid, right? Screw the kids. Um, HIV AIDS only became an issue when straight Straight white, I would say, you say straight people started getting it. I would say straight white people started getting it because um, they couldn't care less about, you know, straight black women who are getting it. That's one of the reasons, like, you might have, like, one of the reasons that black women are one of the highest groups of, or at least was one of the highest groups, if not the highest group, of people who were getting uh, infected with HIV on a per capita basis was the fact that they would be getting it from, you know, perhaps if their husband was on down low or something and they would be trusting that their husband would be fine, and then they're not. Lovely. Just spilt my water all over the floor. Lovely. <laughs> Let's see. One hit from my hydro will make you hallucinate. <laughs> nice. Um, keep on scrolling. Oh, geez. I'm scrolling a lot. Hey, TV2, what's going on? Shouts out to TV2. Go. If, if you've not subscribed to me, subscribe to me. If you've not subscribed to TV2, uh, go subscribe to TV2. Uh, Trucker John as well. Um, you also have um, Andrea and Kenneth Otto's show. The links to all that are on liberaldan.com. Let me get the link up again. I can share that as well. Do, 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 do. Support if you go to liberaldan.com and click support these creators, or just go to this link. But uh, a manager asked me to stop. I was like, let's see. I grabbed one of those craft crucifixes they had walking around and waving it at people, yelling, "The power of craft compels you." Yeah, that's right. I remember you telling us that. <laughs> the power of craft compels you. And then when a manager asked me to stop handing, I, hand, I handed him a rooster statue and a few styrofoam balls and asked him to hold my cock and balls for a minute. 
lifetime ban. <laughs> well, well, since we've already said that word before, uh, let's go ahead and the thing that Hal introduced us to, if I can find it. Where is it? There it is. My dad's cock is a lot bigger than mine. I mean, I guess it doesn't mean that it's big. It just means it's bigger than his, which could very well be small. Um, so who knows? <laughs> but we had, you know, you know, Hal, Hal introduced us to that clip, and I just had to isolate it and keep playing it because, you know, it's hilarious. The Mexican weed started getting a whole bunch of issues regarding herbicides. Make kids sick in the late 70s or 80s. Dan's as cool as the backside of your pillow. I am. Uh, if somebody else, Leanna, hey Leanna, what's going on? Thank you for joining us. See, it kind of regulates itself. You just want to stop or somebody done. It doesn't lead to overuse, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I mean, I did have in in my first time smoking weed in college. I uh, I, uh, I smoked a lot, and I basically got home and ate I think an entire pounder bag of Doritos. It was crazy. But yes, heroin, oxycontin, morphine, fentanyl are all definitely bad. Much worse than, than the weed uh, some people might want to smoke. And although I, I don't necessarily agree with the whole push to completely stop prescribing oxycontin because there are some people who can't take the other prescription pain medicines. And by preventing them from taking the oxycontin, you're not allowing them to fight or manage their pain well enough. And so it's one of those things where we're throwing the babies out with the bath water, uh, which is not, not a good thing to do. Um, I've got a lunch fest going on by Debbie. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you. Um, the Adam Sandler bit about the cock and balls is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, we used to listen to one of the Adam Sandler albums a bunch of my fraternity. Like they're all going to laugh at you. Um, I've never known too many violent smokers. Probably not. Oxley is highly addicted though. You'll, yeah, it can be sure. Uh, but if somebody can't take the other stuff and needs to take Oxy to deal with their pain, they should be allowed to get Oxy to deal with their pain. You shouldn't just, we shouldn't be just cutting it completely out. Make sure you know what the deal is. Um, make sure you they know how, how it can become a problem, but make sure that people can get pain management because not being able to manage your pain is terrible in and of itself. Um, pain pills are not supposed to be used for long-term use periods, sure. Um, and a lot of this would probably go away if we did have legalized marijuana, let people take it for themselves. That's why Liberal Pain Radio is pro-legalization. Um I take long bong hits and go looking for a wet paper bag to fight. Nice. Um, Leanna had to take Oxy. I also, I've taken Oxy before. I, I never abused it. Um, so again, some people, I, I think it's not Oxy that gives my wife a breakdown. I think she breaks out to other things. I think it's another one that brings her. That's why she needs the Oxy. I think it's like a vice versa thing. Yeah, absolutely. Some people do not understand uh, I'm not in Oklahoma. I'm in Louisiana. Um, the only time I ever saw a violent pothead of violence was solely directed at the snack cabinet. Yeah, I mean, I destroyed that pack of Doritos. Trust me. <laughs> that was the violence that I incurred that day. I completely decimated a bag of, of Doritos. Uh, it was completely demolished. 
completely demolished. Anyway, so sometimes I'll run this to a three-hour show. Uh, sometimes I won't. I think this is going to be one of those days where I don't, simply because of the fact that um, I've been kind of tired most of the day, um, and I, I, got, I have a little bit more stuff to do before I hit the sack. So um, I am going to go ahead and, and call it. Uh, for this day. Remember, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, please subscribe, like the video if you haven't liked done so already. Um, and um, I'm going to be, again, I'm also Nerdy Dan, nerdydan.com. Uh, I will be on tomorrow, um, 8 p.m. Central as well. If you follow me at nerdydan.com, nerdydan, D-O-T-C-O-M. Uh, on Twitter, I usually announce when I'm going to go live. It's also nerdydan.com on Twitch as well, uh, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. Um, and if you haven't if you are, if you haven't subscribed to anybody else using your Amazon Prime membership, I would love for you to you know support that way as well. There's another way to support people on Twitch. I talked about this I think the other day as well. If you download if you have an Android and you download the Google Rewards app. Uh, it will it will ask you like questions based off of where you go or what maybe what you've used. Like today, I asked, "Did you search for this?" <clears throat> and I was like, "Yes." I answered a couple more questions about it. It took 20 seconds. I got like 80 cents. And so you build up this balance over time of these little questions that it asks you, and then you could use the Twitch app. You could buy the bits using that free money, and then send the bits to the creators on Twitch that you enjoy. Uh, so it's another way to help out the people you support on Twitch, including me. <laughs> so I would love to see you again uh, tomorrow if you can join me tomorrow for gaming. And when we game, we also talk some politics as well, uh, if it happens to come up, which is cool. I, I enjoy doing that as well. Um, otherwise, I will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, here on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube. And... Um, it, it won't be a Hal show because I think Hal has a show. Um, I think he's doing a, a stand-up act on next Wednesday. Um, I don't know if it's 8 p.m. his time or 8 p.m. my time, but his agent said he couldn't do it. So he'll be back at the end of October. But we'll find other fun stuff to talk about, as always. Again, if you're interested in any of these things that I talked about today, the two that I do, either the CGD thing or the Maluka thing, LiberalBandRadio at gmail.com. I'll be happy to talk to you about it. But again, I'd much rather you support me in all the other ways. Subscribe to the channel, become a patron, and, uh, buy me buy me a spider, all other fun stuff. Send me a benefit. Until next week, this is Dan Liberal Band Radio. Well, that's right. <laughs>